This bonus edition of Question of the Day is brought to you by ShareFile. We'll tell you more about ShareFile a bit later in the show. Stephen, I'm about to change your life. I am not so sure I want it to be changed too much. Pretend you're in a time machine. Okay. And you're going back to Is your... Is it like an MRI tube? Because I don't like that. It could be... You can design it. It could be can like... Can it be your like li- as it big be as my... Your living bedroom. room. Okay. Fine. Your living room. You got, you, got a, you got a library Pretend there. I'm in my living room. And... But it's going through time. And you're going back to when you were 17 years old. Okay. What would you tell yourself at 17 that you would do differently now? And you're and you're probably pretty satisfied with your life, so maybe you wouldn't really tell yourself something differently. But let's say that 17-year-old could veer off into an alternate universe that doesn't affect this universe because you love your kids, you love your wife, mm-hmm. you don't want to change this universe, so you wouldn't tell your 17-year-old self anything. But let's say you could make his life a little bit better. You know, what mm-hmm. would you tell him? Mm-hmm. Well, I know the one answer I would give, which we may have talked about before, but my one answer which is more generic than developmental or professional, whatever, is I would be way, way, way less scared of the world. In what ways were you scared of the world? Mm, In many ways. Like, you know, I was a, a rural Yankee in the South, where I thought that everybody looked at me like I had devil horns on the top of my head because uh, I wasn't, you know, kind of Southern Christian type um, and looked different, you know, dark hair, leather jacket, etc. You know, I was really like authority figures. Like uh, I didn't, I didn't consider them, you know, on my side at all. I was really scared of every cop or even professors. And but went beyond that. The, I mean, that's just the surface. The bigger part is when you. Um, have fear generally, you just constrain your choices a lot. But if you were 17 and like future Stephen comes into your dorm room and says, have less fear, how would you actually follow that advice? I think it would probably be partake in a lot of experiences that I didn't do. Like what? You know, I was really shy. I'm still shy. Like I don't really reach out to people that much. Like one, one of my biggest memories from childhood is about when this other, this new kid moved to our school, I grew up in very rural upstate New York. The school was really small. There were probably like 50 kids each grade. And I remember this one new kid, Johnny Mears, his name was. We were in like fifth or sixth grade. And uh, I remember we were playing um, either hardball or softball like at recess. And I remember him, that was the first time I saw him. And a bunch of us were talking about this camping trip we were going to take like that weekend. Like, you know, we were whatever, 11, 12, 13-year-old kids in upstate New York. And that's what we did for fun. We go camping in the woods. And within like five minutes, this kid who started playing ball immediately with us, and he was a good athlete, so we fit in right there. He said, hey, where are you guys going camping? Can I come? And there was something about his like self-confidence and, you know, surety that just shocked me. Like, I thought, wait a minute, doesn't he know he's the new kid and he just moved here and, like, we've known each other all our lives? And it wasn't that I was offended at all. I was just like, there's no way in the world I ever would have done that. And sure enough, he came camping with us and we got to be really good friends. He was a great kid. And But I always looked back on that kid in that moment as a thing that I just didn't have. I would never go up to people and say, hey, what's this thing you're doing? It looks interesting. Mind if I try it with you? I just didn't didn't and don't have that. So that's a really small version of it. But, but shyness would, is something that it's not easy to just change. Like it's related to so many 
deeper phobias and even evolutionary phobias we might have that it's hard to just tell yourself, stop being shy. You're not going to listen. You're not I, going to know how to yeah, listen. I appreciate that as a truthful-ish statement, but I also think that it, like any kind of emotional trajectory, can be amended with practice and counsel and maybe help, you know? And maybe if the past 17-year-old version of you saw you saying this, maybe he would relax a little and say, oh, okay, it works out if I don't, uh, if I'm not as afraid as much. So he can re- rely on that thought. Uh, he can hold on to that thought whenever he's about to be shy about something. Yeah. What about you, James? What does a 17-year-old James get from the current James? I would say um, the most important thing is the people you associate with. So think very hard before you start dating someone or be friends with someone or whatever. Like, you know, choose the people around you wisely. There's that expression, you're the average of the five people that are around you. And you really do have a lot of choices as to who you can have around you. And I feel I didn't start wisely making those choices until I was about, you know, 40 years old. Do you think that's the product of just general experience and that many people get to that? Or do you think that that was, um, I don't want to use the word deficiency, but, uh, you know, a kind of blind spot in yourself that you weren't able to see? I don't know the answer. I think some people are probably better at it than others. I think I was, I think I didn't realize the, I thought I could control more things in my life than is practical. So in terms of like how much mm-hmm. how creative I was and how much money I was going to make and and how my ability to persuade people when a re- the reality is a lot of that can be solved by just being around good people who are creative and who are supportive and who are not going to fight your goals and and so on. Mm-hmm. So there's so much in life that can be essentially not I don't want to use the word outsourced or delegated, but there's so much that can be spread out to your friends and your close group. I mean, and you look at like, you know, every successful movement in history, like the cl- a classic example is 1977, San Francisco, the Homebrew Club. You have Steve Jobs, Steve Wozniak, Bill Gates, you know, all like hanging out in this one club for, you know, nerdy guys interested in electronics. And they created, you know, a trillion dollars in, in wealth and mm. innovation. So, and every art movement in history was based on the people who those artists were hanging around with and, and so on. We'll dig even deeper into this question of the day right after this. Juggling files at work is a constant hassle. Transferring them to clients and coworkers, collaborating on them, working on them wherever you can. And that's why you should try ShareFile from Citrix. From the same people who brought you GoToMeeting, ShareFile is easy to use, gives you complete control over managing and sharing your files securely and reliably from anywhere you happen to be. With ShareFile, you control who can access and edit your files, enhancing your ability to collaborate seamlessly with clients and coworkers. ShareFile also allows you to easily consolidate all your files in one secure central area. You can also track your workflow so that everything stays up to date. Files will even sync automatically across all your favorite devices. ShareFile can make a difference in your work. Just go to sharefile.com question for your 30-day free trial and get 25% off the first three months if you sign up. Again, that's sharefile.com slash question. All right, so that basically jarred me into realizing what I would really say to my 17-year-old self now that you've given that good example. 
knowing what I know now, I would say to my 17-year-old self, or I would say this to any 17-year-old or any 15-year-old or any 24-year-old, I would say, now that we're starting to learn about how the brain really works, and really just starting, but we're, we're getting there, one thing that we know for sure is that in terms of its sheer uh, computing and perception power, the human brain is at its peak from roughly, let's call it roughly 15 to 24, right? And that most people look at the ages of whatever, 15 to 24, maybe 18 to 30, as the sort of apprentice years, right? You're kind of learning stuff and setting things up for the future. And what I would tell my 17-year-old self is, no, you're not setting things up for the future. You're not apprenticing. You are at your peak right now, cognitively, brain-wise, and you should bust ass right now, and you should not waste a minute on thinking of this as just preparation for what you'll do. This is when you should be doing what you'll do, and don't be scared of failing because failing is obviously part of success, and by the time you wake up and you're 25 and you realize that, okay, now I've got all the kind of wherewithal to accomplish what I want to accomplish, your brain is already slowly turning to mush. So... (laughs) And I, I half agree, half disagree that the brain's at the peak at these times. But but let's say that's true, because I think in terms of some aspects of the brain, that's probably true. Uh, you're making the argument for apprenticeship and against college there. Because in college, you're taking, let's say, eight, you're focusing on 20 different subjects in four years. Not necessarily for apprenticeship in terms of learning from a master of how to do something. I'm saying do something because your brain is actually right. re- ready to go. So apprenticeship... The good thing about an apprenticeship, um, which you may or may not need, is that it helps you repeat something over and over again and get feedback quickly as to whether it's good or bad. So that's what really builds the connections in the brain. As opposed to college, where you're taking 20 different subjects, you're not really getting any feedback that's worthwhile, you have no idea what you want to do in your life, and, and so on. Speaking of feedback, if you, dear listener, are enjoying this program, You should go to iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts and give us a five-star rating if you like the show. Or subscribe. Subscribing Subscribing is good enough feedback. But if you don't like the show, you should send your feedback directly to James Altucher on Twitter. And then we will take your feedback into account and we will do a thousand more podcasts because we want to get better at it. We hope you've enjoyed today's episode. In a moment, you'll hear a sample of our next exciting episode. But first... Hey, don't forget, ShareFile gives you complete control over sharing your files securely and reliably from anywhere you happen to be. ShareFile can make a difference in your work. Go to sharefile.com question for your 30-day free trial and get 25% off the first three months if you sign up. Again, that's sharefile.com question. Also today, we'd like to thank our sponsor, Backblaze. Backblaze provides personal and business backup for your Mac and PC, unlimited online backup with no add-ons, no gimmicks, or additional charges. Just $5 per month per computer. You'll get online access to all of your files from anywhere as long as you have an internet connection. Make sure your files are backed up with Backblaze. Question of the day, listeners, get a two-week free trial when you go to backblaze.com slash question. Thanks for listening. We hope you'll be back next time when our conversation will go something like this. Why does happiness never last long? 
Like, you know, like you're happy. Like that is one of those questions that, as we say, contains assumptions, right? Like if I give you like a, a gift right now, like let's say I give you a 357 Magnum fully loaded. It's a nice <laughs> gift. You'd probably be happy to have it. You're only going to be happy for like a half hour and then you're going to want like either more bullets or another gun. 